Welcome to another week of the Uproar Podcast, where we believe that the power of God is still moving and changing a generation. Guess what, guys? Upper Conference is right around the corner, and this is your opportunity to come out and serve. If that's something you want to do this year, I encourage you to go to theuproar.org and click on the Volunteer tab, fill out the application, and we'll get right back to you. Also, keep your schedule open for July 14th and 21st. After second service, we're going to be having a volunteer meeting right in the sanctuary. We'll see you there. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining today. Welcome to the Uproar Girl Talk podcast, but this is not your typical girl talk. Uh, We're going to have fun. We'll be doing this every Tuesday about 3.30, so I want to challenge you and encourage you to tune in. Um, If there's topics that you're interested in that maybe you don't hear talked about often, if you're a female, go ahead and comment. Um, We'll be kind of going down through some topics um, that we can talk about and walk through together. Um, My name's Mindy Spencer. I'm excited to be doing this podcast with you today and every Tuesday. Um, But I'm excited. We'll get right into this. Um, I want to kind of break down, you know, when we were talking about what's going to be the first topic or, you know, what should we talk about on this podcast Um, Something that the Lord really dealt with me on, and I know so many people, not even just females, just people in general, deal with this topic. And especially as young females, young ladies, teenage girls, this is a huge one. So I want to get right into this today. We'll probably do this in a three-part series. So I want to encourage you to tune in next week and the week after as we wrap it up. But I want to cover today um, what it is to overcome comparison. And, you know, we see comparison everywhere we are. Um, It's not something that we really talk about. It's kind of been a a thing that's been like socially accepted, um, you know, as a part of life. And, well, everybody deals with it and it's okay. And, you know, you're always going to deal with having to compare yourself and that. But I want to talk, come to you today um, and just share on what the Bible, what the Word of God has to say about comparison, that you can be set free from it and live the life that God has has purposed you for. So we'll get right into this today. Um, I'm going to be talking out of James 3, 14 through 16. So if you want to go ahead and share this, comment on, on where you're watching from, I'd encourage you to do so. Um, James 3, 14 through 16 says, But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. Ouch, that's deep stuff right there. That is saying that any bit of comparison, which really if we break down what comparison is, we have um, a jealousy or an envy or a desire for what somebody else has or to be like someone else or we think that we're less than somebody else. And ultimately this is saying this is not God's kind of wisdom. Um and it's earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. So 
comparison is not just this thing that we have in 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 this world that oh we just we kind of just deal with it and you know we have our cute talk with our mom about it no 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 the bible is very clear on what comparison is we need to stay away from comparison comparison will absolutely destroy us if we're not paying attention to it so like I said, we'll kind of break this down over um, three weeks. But today, real quickly, I just kind of want to share with you um, the curse of comparison and what that is. There we go. <clears throat> so we know that, you know, comparison is a sin. Comparison at its very core and very root is a sin. It is a sin that separates us from God. And that's what sin is. It's missing the mark. It's a separation from God. And I think a lot of the times it's easy to look at the big, bigger sins, quote unquote, for whatever reason we like categorize sin. But in reality, sin is the same thing. Sin is anything that separates us from God. So whether that be those bigger outwardly sins that we maybe look at, maybe, you know, drinking, drugs, sex before marriage, gossip, you know, any of those things, but what's happening internally, what's happening within our heart that maybe people don't see on a daily basis. But we know that the Lord, he sees and he knows everything and he, he looks at our heart. He judges the heart. And if we have comparison, that's something that we harbor in our heart. So I want to tell you today um, that, that number one, it is a sin and that it separates us from God. Um, but we see throughout the Bible um, just some, some examples for you. We see King Saul and David. King Saul compared himself to David. David knew who he was. David um, was rooted in his identity. He knew that he could conquer Goliath and take him down. But King Saul, because he had insecurities, he compared himself to David. Therefore, really destroying his life because he couldn't stand David. Um, we see Korah and Moses. Um, Korah, you know, he was under Moses was the leader. And we know that Korah came to Moses and was like, yo, you think you're the only one who can hear from God? Well, we all can. That he compared himself. Well, I can hear from God too, and I don't know why he's better or this or that, but it came down to comparison. Even the disciples compared themselves amongst each other, asking Jesus, you know, various questions. Who's the greatest among you? And, you know, this type of stuff. But we can see throughout the Bible where comparison has taken root or how comparison has brought a negative um, wedge or separation between us and God. Um, we deal with this, whether it be how you compare, how you look to somebody. I know girls, this is a big one, especially because social media, um, everything is saying you need to look this way, you need to talk this way, you need to act this way, you need to dress this way. You know, our eyebrows, our hair, our body shapes, our clothing. I mean, it's everywhere that we, if we don't look this certain way and it causes us to compare ourselves um, whether that's how they look or maybe in school, maybe, you know, um, they're, they're great with people. They're friendly. They have a lot of friends and maybe you have a harder time or, you know, we can go down through the list financially, money, jobs, how we talk, our so social status, our influence, um, our popularity. There's so many areas in this life that we can compare ourselves to and it's a dangerous trap and plot and plan of the enemy to try to bring confusion um, against who God says that we are and what our purpose is. So let's just kind of look down through here quickly. 
Um, and just to note, like these things are, e this is an easy trap to fall into if we're not cautious and aware of it. So first we need to have an awareness. Um, I wish I had the tools with me. I kind of look at, you know, if you had a hammer in sandpaper, um, I used this example before when I was preaching this that, you know, we would look foolish trying to compare a hammer and sandpaper because they're to to they're totally different tools. They're used for completely different things, but yet if we really put it into perspective, that's what we do all the time. You know, um, we compare ourselves to each other when ultimately, you know, we might be called to do different things. We might have different gift sets. We might have, you know, uh, a different purpose for everything that God has for us. So it would look foolish to compare a hammer with sandpaper. But yeah, that's what we do in our lives all, all the time. But I want to just kind of break down and we'll just kind of go through this today. And that's the curse of comparison. Um, what it will produce in your life. The curse of comparison will absolutely produce pride or insecurity, which means you're either going to feel better than somebody. Oh, at least I'm not doing that. At least I can do this better. At least, you know, I brush my hair or I do my makeup this way or, you know, whatever it is. Or we're going to feel insecure about that thing. Well, I'm not as good as she is or I'm not, I can't, I can't talk as good as they can or I don't know how, I don't have the same type of gifts like they do or, you know, we can go on and on about the things, but it's going to leave you feeling like you're better than or that you're less than and both are a sin. Um, you know, the one is pride. We know the word says it's very clear. Um, pride comes before a fall. When we get too prideful and arrogant on something, destruction soon follows. But the same thing is just as important with insecurities or feeling like that we're less than. God didn't call us to feel like we're less than. He walked, he, he wants us to walk in humility, but not a false humility, always putting ourselves down. He wants us to have confidence in who we are and our identity in Him. So it'll produce pride or insecurity. It takes the focus off of God. And it keeps it on us or those other people. So now we've removed our focus completely off of Jesus and we've placed it on ourselves or other people. And this is wrong. Comparison will keep you in a place um, to where you're only consumed with what you can get or attain from God. So now before maybe maybe your relationship with Jesus has been awesome and you know you love to worship and you love to spend time with him and and learn about him but now it's put you to this place where now you're only asking um and praying to God for certain specific things and I'm not saying praying and asking to God you know that's bad that's not bad he has promises and blessings for us but when that's our only focus there's an issue. This will cause us to go to a place where that is our only focus, is what can I get from God? Um, and number, it is the absolute thief of joy. You're going to be so miserable if you remain in this place of comparison. You're going to be so um, just frustrated and constantly battling if you stay in this place where you're constantly comparing yourself. So I want to encourage you, it is the thief of joy. It will rob you of every single bit of joy if you allow comparison to rule your life. Um, it will... Keep you from being and doing what God's called you to be. Ultimately, it's going to shift your focus in your direction off of the, the purpose and the plan that God has for your life off of now of, well, how can I do better to be better than them? Because it's going to cause you to compete. 
It's going to cause you to become somebody that you're not, to try to become somebody that you're not. Comparison is an evil, evil thing and will stop you from growing where God wants you. It'll cause you to to question and mistrust God. Excuse me. You're going to question everything that God does. Well, why do you do it for them, God, and why don't you do it for me? And instead of just being excited and loving Jesus, now we're questioning everything he does in that person's life and basing it and comparing and and you know, that's our now our measuring stick for how God sees us. And the Bible is clear. God is no respecter of persons. He loves nobody any more or any less than he loves us. But when we do this, it starts to put a conditional kind of love in the sight of God. And that's not what he has for us. It will create barriers. It will produce anger and blame towards God. So when things start going wrong wrong in our life, now we're looking at God and we're blaming him for these things because, well, so-and-so did these things and I tried doing those things just like them. And, well, it didn't work for me, God. And where were you here? And we start to blame God. Comparison will produce nothing but anger and blame. It will cause you to resent those that you've been comparing yourself with. And resentment is never a good thing. Um, so you'll start to resent those towards the people, the things that you want. You'll you'll resent them. You'll develop a he must love them more than he loves me attitude. And that's never safe. God loves you. He has a purpose for you. He has a plan for you. He created you with purpose and and gifts and talents different than the person next to you. He created you uniquely different for a specific call. He doesn't love any anybody any more or any less. He loves us the same or uniquely is what I like to say. Um, they must be in prayer more. They must be reading their Bible more. We start to measure these things out, and that's not what we're supposed to do. Um, this will just really um, references that God must have favorites. And I really want to hammer on that because it's an easy place to fall into. You know, well, God's blessing them and, you know, they're, they're seen doing these things. So they must, you know, God must just really, he must be their favorite, you know, or, or, or she must be their, his favorite because, you know, all these great things are happening and he's blessing them. And I'm over here struggling because I don't have the same gifts and talents. And that's not what God has for us. <coughs> um, and, you know, it will create this thing in us where we get so mad when that person's blessed that we're sitting there stewing and like, oh, why did God bless them? In reality, we're supposed to be rejoicing with people who are blessed. We're on the same team. We're not here to compete against each other. We're not here to compare each other. We're on the same team. We're on the winning team. The battle's already been done. Victory's already been won. Jesus paid for it all on the cross for us to not compete with each other and try to outdo each other and try to put each other down or feel like we need to do better than the person next to us. We're here to compliment each other. We're here to rejoice with each other and run this race together as as God has directed and purposed in our life. So it's so important that we don't fall into this trap of comparison. These were just some of the 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 curse of comparison. But what about when um, something bad happens to that person and we're sitting inside secretly like, hmm, I'm so glad. That's good. Finally, something went wrong in their life. I mean, that's just evil, honestly. Um, but, you know, this is where we'll find ourselves. If we allow comparison to take root in our heart, 
Like I said earlier, it is a sin and it will separate you from God. It'll separate you and, and, and remove that, that portion of your relationship with Jesus where he wants to bring you to the next level. He wants to increase you. He wants you to be blessed. But when we remain and choose to walk in comparison, whether it be we thinking we're better than somebody or less than, we're separating ourselves from God. So real quickly, um, again, you know, comparison is this thing that's crept in and it's not just in the world, it's in the church. And as a young lady, as a young woman, as a teenage girl, this is something that if you could get in your heart now, man, and be set free from this thing, God can use you exponentially. He has a plan and a purpose for you, and he wants to see you get to the next level every single time. But we can't be keep getting tripped up with comparison. We can't get tripped up with trying to compete and outdo everybody around us. We can't get tripped up with taking on somebody else's identity to try to see these things fulfilled in our life. That's not what we're called to do. No, we're called to have relationship with the Lord, trust him, obey, have faith, and he'll take us victory to victory, glory to glory. And that's what he wants for us. So I want to encourage you today. This is just a small piece of it. We'll get into um, the cause of comparison next week, but I want to encourage you to share this. Um, I, I pray that this um, was enlightening to you, that brought shed some light maybe on an area in your heart, but allow God to reveal these things in your heart um, so we can overcome them. But like I said, next week we'll be covering the cause of comparison um, and kind of break that down. But thank you for joining today. I'm so excited to be doing this with all of you. Um, go ahead and comment, share this video. Um, go ahead and drop in, you know, uh, maybe some topics that you want to hear about. Like I said, we're going to be getting into some topics that's not our normal girl talk topics. Um, I want to be real and, and help you overcome things based on the word of God. So go ahead and share this video. I want to go ahead and make sure and invite you. The whole reason why we're doing this, we have our Uproar Conference. This is year eight. It's going to be powerful. I want to invite you to that July 25th, 26th, and 27th. It's absolutely free. Just make sure you get here. If you're a leader, if you're a youth pastor or a student, this is for you. It's powerful. There's breakout sessions, um, leadership leadership sessions. You're, you don't want to miss it. It's right here in Elmira, New York at the First Arena. Again, July 25th, 26th, 27th. You can go visit our website, um, theuproar.org, for all the details. Go ahead and get registered, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be back with you next week. And that concludes another week of the Uproar Podcast. We want to invite you to share this podcast on all social media platforms and help us spread the good news of the gospel. Also, you can subscribe to this podcast for updates on all of our latest content.